0: Lord, and we always, you know that goes without saying We're going to continue to keep all our sick and shutters in prayer Amen Pulpit to the door, seal and to the floor With that being said, turn if you will to Genesis chapter 18 Verse 14 Just the one verse I'm going to read Genesis chapter 18 verse 14 The New Living Translation Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. You get there, say amen. Verse 14 of Genesis 18 says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Don't miss this. Is anything too hard for the Lord? This sermon is part two of our message titled, God Can Handle Your Issues. Amen, somebody. How many of us know that God can handle our issues? Is it anybody other than me that has issues? Amen. Amen. Father God, we thank you and we praise you. We acknowledge your peace, your presence, and your Lordship. Lord, particularly in these difficult times, we thank you that we can look to you, the author and finisher of our faith, when everything else seems to fail, people, places, the government, our society, we're filled with anxieties, but one thing we know for sure that God, whatever it is we're going through and experiencing, that's not beyond your control. You're a God that knows everything. You know exactly what we're going through and the reason we're going through what it is. The operative word is going through. And as we go through God, allow us to be mindful of what you told Paul. When he cried out desperately three times, Lord, take it away, take it away. And you reminded him and told him that your grace will always be sufficient. And when you're weak, Paul, you'll find out that in our weakness, God's power is manifest. So we say yes to your will, your word, and your way. For it's in the name of Jesus that we pray, with thanksgiving always, and all of God's people said amen, 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 Amen. and amen. God can handle your issues. Uh, Verse 14 of Genesis 18, we just read it. You need to understand it comes in the midst of God's promise to bless Abraham and Sarah with a son, even in their very old age, Uh, to the point where Sarah thought it was a laughable thing. Uh, Sarah laughed about the fact that God would give her a son at her old age. Notice something, and I don't want y'all to miss this. Although indirectly, the gift of a son for Abraham, then called Abram, was mentioned in his first communication. Y'all don't want to miss this in Genesis chapter 12, Sister Eleanor, verses 1 to 4. Okay? We're in Genesis what 18? but it was first indirectly mentioned. You gotta go there and read it. Genesis 12 verses one to four. In other words, God hinted at his future plan for Abraham back in Genesis chapter 12. So at that time, Abraham was, listen, 75 years old when he first received the promise. I'm going somewhere. And then Genesis chapter 21 verse 5 tells us that he was 100 years old when Isaac was born and that Sarah was 90. So what we were saying is that Abraham and Sarah actually waited, here we go, 25 years for the fulfillment of God's promise. You know we're looking at the text next year, this, that. But actually, they was waiting 25 years. Yeah. That's important to know. In other words, sometimes your promised blessings, do you hear what God is saying, Pastor Poyne and everybody else? Sometimes yeah. your promised blessings from the Lord may take some time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took 25 years in this particular case. And we often say that, listen, this is a teachable moment, y'all. We often say that God may not get there when you want him to, but he's always on time. But you need to know that's not really stated in the Bible. I quoted, you quoted, he, made, he never let, that's, you find me the verse. In other words, the concept, the idea, yeah. is there. Y'all ain't here, God. Yeah. Yeah. We quote it. He may not get there when you want him, but he's always. That's not actually written. Yeah. Come on, so many things we 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 quote yeah. or misquote. Yeah. Yeah. Mama said it. Daddy said it. Grandma said it. But the actual verse or what we're saying is not in the Bible but the idea yeah, yeah. is there yeah. am I making sense yeah. see Isaiah 60 says the smallest family will become a thousand people and the tidiest group will become a mighty nation at the right time I the Lord will make it happen all right y'all looking at me funny remember John chapter 11 verse 21 New Living Translation Martha said to Jesus Lord if only you had been here my brother would not have died remember in verse 6 of John 11 it says when he had heard therefore that Lazarus was sick he waited two additional days still in the same place some of us get upset because we call on God and he didn't rush to your situation yeah. as if he don't care. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing God. Yeah. Yeah. Martha said, Lord, if only you hadn't been here, if only you hadn't been in the hood when they was killing everybody, God said, I'm already there, but don't expect me to jump when you say jump. That's right. yeah. uh, in their minds, In John 11, Jesus was four days late for the funeral, but he was still right on time. In other words, he didn't get there when they wanted him to, but he raised Lazarus from the dead when he got ready. He was on time. I wish somebody would be God. If nothing else, it makes us, when we quote stuff, make sure it's in the Bible. The idea, yes But don't say Jesus said Or God said The idea is there But not actually what grandma told me Uh, 2 Peter 3 Verse 8 and 9 says But you must not forget this one thing dear friends Here we go A day is like a thousand years To the Lord And a thousand years Is like a day in other words, when I, I don't know who God was talking to this morning. You've been praying about a thing, a person, something for, you know how long it is. And you say, God, how much longer? God said it ain't but a day. But Lord, it's 10 years. It ain't but a day to me. <laughs> Lord, I've been praying for this, that, and the other for, for, for 10, 27 years here in this church. God said that's only a day and a half. Y'all ain't hearing God. Sister Sarah, that's only a day and a half. Who's God talking to? You've been mad, angry. Ain't nothing happening. God says, I don't happen on your timing because my timing is what counts. And when it's time, I'm talking about God's time, then He'll come through. Verse 9 of 2 Peter 3 said, The Lord isn't really being slow about His problem. I'm reading the Bible, y'all as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. Listen, God, you mean you take your time for my sake? I think I need to know, I'm doing this for you and your people. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everybody to repent. God gives everybody time. And so it was with Abraham and Sarah in Genesis chapter 18. Both of them thought it was impossible, but Genesis 18 and 14 says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? It's a rhetorical question. I told you that before. The answer is obviously no. There's nothing too hard for God. How many of us perhaps uh, deliberately or unintentionally have thought somewhere along the line that God must must be, you know, wrestling and too hard. I've never thought it, I just thought sometimes that maybe God's not prioritizing my situation. God says, no, I have no respect of people. I'm as much concerned about you as I am about the next person. Understand this rhetorical question in the Bible reminds us of how God is working. Listen, all things together, according to the counsel of his will, And y'all remember in in, uh, verse 2 of Genesis 18, y'all jot these verses down so you can go back and look at them. See, people keep saying God don't tell them nothing, but y'all won't write down what I'm talking about or what God is saying so you can't go back and look at it. And then you keep on being frustrated and God said, didn't you hear the preacher preaching? Didn't you hear him giving you the answers to the problems? Verse two of Genesis 18, Abraham was visited, the Bible says, by three angelic visitors. Verse 10 of Genesis 18 says, actually verse 10, 12 through 15. Verse 10 of Genesis 18 says, then one of them says, I will return to you about the angelic visitors. Says, then one of them says, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. And Sarah was, he was talking to Abraham, and Sarah was listening to the conversation from the tent. She was eavesdropping. Yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't never been guilty of that, are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. ever eavesdropped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all lying already. <laughs> yeah. Verse 12 of Genesis 18 says, after she heard what was told to Abraham, Sarah, the Bible says in verse 12, so she laughed silently. <laughs> to herself, and said, how could a, war- I'm reading the Bible, y'all get it. She says in Genesis 18, verse 12, the New Living Translation, she laughed silently to herself and said, how could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is so old? <laughs> Even if i read it, he ain't. Man, it's cool. Anybody out there listening? Any real folk out there listening? Verse 13 says, Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Verse 14, Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year, and Sarah will indeed have a son. If God said it, did y'all hear me? That's if God said it, right, that's right. God, he didn't tell you when. He said it was going to happen. Yeah. So don't put him on your time. I don't know. God is talking to me Lord, And I'm starting to, I'm listening to him. I didn't tell you when. I said what I was going to do. That's right. Verse 15 says, Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. She lied. But the Lord said, no, you did laugh. Who is God talking to? No, I ain't never thought that, you're lying. In other words, remember the issue. The problem was that neither Abraham nor Sarah really believed the prophetic statement that had been given to them. And one probable reason, because we know, come on, they were human just like we are. One probable reason for Sarah's laughter was uh, that not only did she Uh, believed that she was unable to bear a child given her lifelong barrenness and an old age, but she also had doubts about Abraham's ability regarding conception. I don't know who, any married folk up in here? Let me see Okay. He too old. She too old. Well, if God's got a plan, it's gonna to come to pass. From a human perspective, women don't bear children at ninety years old. Suppose, yeah, I heard somebody say, "Thank God." <laughs> Suppose your great grandmother called you up. Great, could could it be a great great great? I don't know. Suppose that great great grandmother Abram called you up and said, "I got good news. <laughs> your great great." Can she be a great three grades? I don't know, but at least two. She called your sister Mary and said, I got some news. What is it, granny? I'm pregnant. How would y'all take that? Would y'all say, oh, praise the Lord at 90. It's hard to take care of kids at 20, at 40, at 60. You know if Granny called you up at 90, she means you're going to have to take care of them kids. I said, from a human perspective, it was an impossible situation. But before we judge Deacon Presley, before we judge them for their lack of trust and faith in what God has said according to his word, some of us are just as guilty. Because in spite of what You know and we know about God and what he said in his word because God tells all of us. I heard the song. He protects us. He provides for us. He makes a way out of no. I wish I had some witnesses. Anybody know that God protects? He, 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 He provides? See, that's why he probably won't do because you don't know yet what he does. So until you start acknowledging the little things, how is he going to do a big thing if you won't even wave your hand and acknowledge what he said? I said, does he protect you? Does he provide for anybody in here? Does he make a way out of nowhere? I'm a living witness. But some of us still doubt and we have our suspicions about whether or not his God is going to come through for us. I said, God is able to handle your, your situation, your issues. Yeah. I said, we're living in a time when a whole lot of people, God's people are discouraged, yeah. despondent, yeah. living in fear, yeah. worried about one thing or another, yeah. filled with doubt even today. Living in a time we are when our faith needs to be fortified. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. starting to come apart. Yeah. we beginning, we say we don't do it, but we're beginning to listen more about Trump. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all right. ain't helping that's me. Right, that's right. that's <coughs> How can your faith be fortified when you start listening to Trump 24 hours a day? I want to keep informed, but I don't want to be informed about the state of the world by trouble, because that's nothing but trouble. God said, don't focus on the trouble. Focus on the one who can provide a release and relief from your trouble. How that's right. That's right. you going to be encouraged when you keep on listening to discourage? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Y'all don't want to hear this. How the heck you want to be encouraged? But all you listen to is his tricks and fanaticians and all that stuff. Don't you know at the end God already sees the end? Just like mother, if you hadn't been here, God Trump wouldn't. God got Trump. God got you and me. Ain't nobody getting away with nothing. I did tell you before, God will give you what you want. You don't want me to rule, I'll give you a king. I'll give you a man that'll take charge of everything. And then after he gets, if he gets in there, he gonna turn on those who, the cult that he has. Y'all don't think he won't? He might tell you some things that, uh, uh, and pass some laws that you like, cause he don't care one way or the other laws, he get his way. But if you go against his way, you going down. I'm talking about God can handle your issues. I know I'm boring you. Let me hurry up. What you need to understand is that the only thing that God cannot do, I said the only thing God can't do, is go contrary to his own character and his nature. God can't do. He can't violate what he said he would do. It's not like you and me make a promise and can't hold up. I promised you that I was going to give you money to go there, this place, and that place, but when I didn't have money, I called you and said, I'm sorry, but I don't have it. But you promised. I was well intentioned, but I couldn't follow through. (laughs) You were well intentioned, somebody, and you couldn't. You meant to do right, but you didn't have the means to follow up. In other words, as it pertains to how awesome and beyond comparison our God is, we know that, first of all, God cannot sin. He can't sin. The other thing, y'all better get this. Not only that he can't sin, he is holy. He's holy. Can I give you another thing? Not only God cannot sin, not only God is holy, but God is just. Just. You keep talking, it ain't fair. God said, I ain't taught my fair because I should have done something to you back then man, you decided to act all right. If I was fair, I wouldn't have let you get by with that, but I'm just. It's a big difference. I decided to clean up my act and and stop running women and men when I got, uh, you know what age you were, but it wasn't cause you, you, you just couldn't do it no more. God cannot lie. Titus chapter one, verse two says, New Living Translation, this truth that he can't lie gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God who does not lie, I'm reading the Bible, he promised them before the world began. I said God can't do anything contrary to his own character. Not only because he can't lie, but he's holy. Isaiah chapter six, verse three. New Living says, they were calling out to each other. Here we go. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole world, or the whole earth is filled with his glory. The Hebrew word for holy is Kodesh or Kodesh, which means, here we go, apartness, sacredness, or separateness. And it shows that God is altogether holy. He's sacred. He's set apart or separate from His creation. Yeah. We can't take Him. Hello. Yeah. Our shenanigans can't mess God up. Yeah. And then in the New Testament, for the Greek word uh, for holy is Hagios. Yeah. And that means sacred, pure, and worthy. Yeah. In God's sacred, pure and worthy. Not only he can't lie and he's holy, but I said he's just. God is a just judge. And he's not swayed by personal preferences or partiality. God does not play favorites. I know you think so. Aren't you glad that God doesn't play favorites? Anybody other than anybody glad that God doesn't play favorites? In other words, he could not excuse us for our sin, but rather, come on, we've been justified. We've been declared righteous. Not because we weren't guilty. We were all guilty. All have sinned. Me, you, the person next to you, your brother, your cousin, your mother, your father, your brother, Everybody has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. But, come on, somebody. We've been declared righteous because Jesus paid the penalty for our sins. Can I get a witness? 1 Peter 3.18 says, Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners like you and me. To bring us safely home to God. The Bible says in 1 Peter 3, 18, uh, Christ Jesus, he suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. People tell me I wanna get to heaven and I don't need Jesus. I don't know how you gonna get there. Did, Did you forget Jesus said I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. Anybody remember that? Anybody believe that Jesus is the only way? 1 Peter 2, 24 says he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be, listen, dead to sin and live for what is right. And by his wounds, Isaiah said, his stripes, we're healed. Uh, We serve a God that can't violate his own self. I'm talking about God can handle your sins, and with that being said, listen, there is no promise too hard for the Lord to fulfill. Y'all need to hear that again, out there. There's no promise too hard for the Lord to fulfill. Has God spoken to anybody through his word over the last few years, anybody in here? Has God said anything to you even though it hasn't come to pass, there's no promise too hard for the Lord to fulfill. Yeah. But guess what else? There's no prayer too hard for the Lord to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't getting this. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I go to another church, they be shouting about it. Yeah. Somebody needs to know this. No promise too hard to fulfill. No prayer too hard for the Lord to answer. You say and ask your prayer. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait I say on the Lord. No promise too hard. No prayer too hard. No problem too hard. Y'all better get this. For the Lord to solve. (laughs) He fulfills He answers, and he's a problem solver. Isn't that good news? Uh, I don't know who God is talking to this morning, but I believe he has promised somebody this morning that he's going to save that unsaved family member of yours. I don't know who God is talking to, but he already promised. You said, I've been praying for, don't stop praying. He promised he's gonna save that unsaved family member He's going to rescue that rebellious child. Yeah, Yeah, out of the bondage or addiction of drugs and alcohol. Amen, somebody. He promised to restore your marriage, somebody. And your relationship between you and other family members, God says, I'm going to restore it. Not in your timing, but in my timing. You and your daddy, your mama, your auntie are not talking. Your sister, your brother... God said I'm going to restore yeah. not in your time yeah. oh I'm getting excited oh, all yeah. by me by myself yeah. Talk, my God can handle your issues yeah. I tell you we serve an awesome God yeah. I heard Jeremiah 33 and 3 New King James version says call to me and I will answer you And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Some people are calling, but you're not calling sincerely. Your your call is not genuine. Mm. You call it because you don't have enough. But you got to believe when you call on him. Call him up. Call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up. Tell him what you want. Oh, God. Uh, call anybody, call him up. I mean, for real, for real. Yeah. Call him up and tell him what you want. Yeah. You call him up, he'll, he'll come through according to his will. Don't be asking for that, that man or that woman. God said it's no good for you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Matthew 17, I'm almost done. Matthew 17, verse 20 and 21. I'm reading from the Amplified. Matthew 17, Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 and 21, the Amplified Translation says in verse 20, he answered, listen, because of your little faith, your lack of trust and confidence in the power of God, for I assure you and most solemnly say to you, if you have living faith, y'all missing this, man, It's so much stuff, living faith, come on the size of a mustard seed you will say to this mountain move from here to there and if it's god's will don't miss that it will move and nothing will be impossible for you Uh, verse 21 of matthew 17 says but this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. We're not possessed, but a lot of us can be oppressed yeah, yeah, yeah. by demonic yeah. energy. Yeah. You can be oppressed because you keep on watching oppressive things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't mean- here. Instead of being in the Word. <laughs> When you wake up on a Sunday, okay, do you ever listen to some word before you leave out to come to church? Yeah, yeah. When, when's the last time, I'm not accused, when's the last time you turned on to hear the word? Yeah. Other than Donald Trump, yeah. MSNBC. Yeah. We're going to stay informed, but you ain't got to stay like that. Yeah. I, I get sick and tired of hearing that bad news. God says you don't have to listen, stay informed, but now turn to another station. Yeah. J-E-S-U-S and listen to what Jesus has to say. Uh, Some demonic oppression does not go out except by prayer and fasting. It's hard to pray when your belly's full all the time. Y'all ain't going to help me. You just think about what you just eat. Ah I tell you, God is awesome. No problem too hard for the Lord to solve. Remember, he enabled them to pass through the Red Sea, unharmed and on dry land. Y'all read Exodus 14 sometime. He solved the problem of the bitter water at Marah in Exodus 15, 23 to 26. Remember, he gave them water out of the rock in Exodus 17, five to seven. Remember, he turned the water into wine in John two, one through 11. Y'all remember he stilled the storm in Mark chapter 4, 35 to 41. Remember he fed 5,000. You talking about you hungry in Matthew chapter 14. Remember he raised the dead. I don't know what your dead situation is, but God can raise your dead situation and give it life if you turn your eyes on him. God can raise your, who's in a dead situation up in here? God can take that dead situation and give you life and when he gives you life you give him glory is there anything too hard for God ah I'm holding you up now but I'm talking about God can handle your issues am I right about it there's no issue too hard for God to handle I know there are some things, uh, we can't tell everybody your business, y'all. Everybody can't handle all my personals. Am I right about it? You might give them a snapshot, but don't tell them all, because all of my personals might result in a scandal. You might start talking about the pastor did this, that, and the other, I said God delivered me, so since you can't handle it, God said don't tell them nothing. Ah, uh, I'm hastening y'all, but I can call the roll on people who've had to deal with their issues yeah. that we can relate to. Yeah. Remember Moses, yeah. among other things, he had a lack of confidence with his trust in God's issues concerning his speech yeah. and his inability to communicate effectively with Pharaoh. Yeah. Y'all remember in Exodus 4:10, yeah. Moses pleaded with the Lord, "Oh Lord." i'm not very good with words i never have been and i'm not now even though you have spoken to me i get tongue tied and my words get tangled am i right about it but god said i'll be send your brother to be your spokesman don't you worry about it. if god calls you to do something he'll make sure you have the means to get it done am i right about it uh Joshua had potential repeat sinful generational issues. Y'all remember Joshua 24, 15? He had an issue concerning the Israelite people holding to their history of idol worship. Y'all remember that? That might be a a, a problem somewhere in here, but you've got to do what Joshua said. I don't care what they're doing out there. I don't care what the other daughter's doing. The other children, the boys are doing I don't care what the other churches is doing. If they're not serving the Lord, what has for me and my house? We're gonna serve the Lord. Is anybody up here under that same thing? As for you in your house, you're gonna serve the Lord. Ah, Joshua made up his mind. Am I right about it? David had issues with sinful practices. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Man, you can't get much worse than that. You remember the psalmist said in Psalm 51 and 1, David said, have mercy on me, O oh God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out my stains. Blot out the stain of my sins. Y'all remember this? I haven't said it in a while, Sister Pat, but it's still there. Sin will cost you more than you want to pay. It'll take you further than you want to go. And it'll keep you longer than you want to stay. Yeah. Am I right about it? Yeah. You don't want to play with it. Yeah. Come on. I, I didn't play with sin back in the day. And yeah. it, it cost me more than I want to pay. Yeah. It, it'll make you stay longer than you want to stay. Yeah. Am I right about it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll take you further. I didn't plan to go that far. Yeah. But it'll take you farther than you want to. Yeah. Uh, Paul had a hypocrite issue, and I am hastening to a close. Remember, Paul in the New Testament, he had a hypocrite issues concerning the sinful things or habits he said he would not repeat again, or he would let go. But the Bible says in Romans chapter seven, verses 18 and 19, New Living, and I know verse 18, And I know that nothing, here we go, you gotta acknowledge this. Somebody think, you, you think sometimes that you all that. Paul says, I know that nothing good lives in me. That is, in my sinful nature. I wanna do what's right, but I can't. Verse 19, I wanna do what is good, but I don't. I don't wanna do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Can anybody relate to that? He said the thing I said I wasn't gonna do no more. I did it. Anybody guilty of ever saying the thing I wasn't gonna do anymore? I wasn't gonna cuss him or her out anymore. I wasn't called to talk about Pastor Pointer like that anymore. I wasn't said I wasn't gonna let people dog my pastor anymore. But you did. What you mean I did? I didn't say nothing. That was the problem. You should have spoke up. Ah, I ain't going to let them talk about you. They come here talking about what you did. I'm going to tell her I don't know him or her like that. Amen, somebody. We're supposed to have each other's back. Paul wound up saying in verse 24 of Romans 7, Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? But, but Paul finally realized who his liberator was. Because he said in verse 25. I thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind. I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature. I am a slave to sin. So my hope. Is based. On nothing less. Than Jesus blood. And his righteousness. I dare not trust. The sweetest way, but holy, 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 lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, on Christ, on Christ, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other Oh all other is sinking, say. I was sinking deep in sea far from the peaceful shore yeah. but the master yeah. of the sea yeah. he held yeah. by the spirit crowd yeah. from the waters yeah. he lifted me yeah. now save, yeah. Save, yeah. Save, yeah. save 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 yeah. and I God can handle your issues give God some praise Give God some praise, hallelujah. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, my heart shouts my soul, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank God, I thank God, I thank God for saving me. Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah.